Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Slob, going on the record, this is Minister Shadrach bin Israel. And welcome to Thursday Night Fellowship Line. The time now is 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 o'clock Central Time. Today's date is July the 9th, 2015. Um, I will now take a brief roll call. Shalom going on the record out there. From the tribe of Judah. Shalom, brother. Shalom, brother. Shalom following on the record. This is Brother Travon, Tribe of Benjamin. Yes, sir. Shalom, brother. Shalom. Shalom, Oxy Crystal, Tribe of Judah. Shalom, Oxy. Shalom, Shalom, brother. Shalom. Okay, so wait, someone's saying Shalom, but I'm not hearing the name. I couldn't catch the name. It was two it was two sisters. I think I heard Ema and then there was another one yeah. before her. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. Ema y'all really probably do the Shalom. Okay. Shalom Shalom. Ema. Shalom, this is Sister Rose the Tribe of Judah. Shalom, Mati. Anyone else that's present that did not call, get that name on the record. Okay. Well, um, if no one's going to speak up, I will now hand it or yield it to Brother Priest. I yield it to you, Brother. How's everybody doing? Hopefully everybody's okay. Um, I want to encourage everyone to... be here on a weekly basis. Sometimes people have questions and things that they want to ask and um as of right now is just for me particularly it's easier for me to be here and uh speak to you all uh, because the emails sometimes people get a little bit too long with the emails. Um, <laughs> no, not a little bit a lot of bit too long. So sometimes people send me extremely long emails. And sometimes it takes about maybe 20 to 30 minutes to get through an email. So if you can imagine if they were all like that, which a lot of them are, that um, it would take eight hours a day just to read email. So um, I found that happening, and um, that's why I'm saying that. At this point, we um, please try to reserve if you have any questions or anything like that you want to talk about. Unless it's just ultimately really, really personal, then you can come on the line and then um, maybe we can set something up later. 
But just wanted to stress that. Um, I am behind in opening up the university due to last week's inability to do so. So um, it's taking me a little bit longer than I expected because of all the things that are going on. One of the things I want to announce about what we were starting last semester was we were trying to do this Monopoly game thing. So I actually <clears throat> tried to, well, I found some people that can make the game for us, and um, we could, well, from what I'm understanding, you might even be able to use it in your phone, and I tried to get one of the guys to do it, but he said he was too um, busy at the time, so as of right now, I'm going to postpone us doing it until um, I can get somebody to create one for us, which is a lot easier. I tried to find one on the internet. Um, which there are plenty ones on the internet. It's just that we can't um, place them on the website, or you can't. You have to download them to your computer and things. And honestly, I don't trust that. I, I don't particularly like to download a lot of things into my computer, um, and I wouldn't want to put anyone else's computer at risk because sometimes these things are um, unpredictable and what have you. Anything anybody want to ask or speak about before we uh, get into anything today? Yeah, shalom, brother. This is Brother Trevon, Trav Benjamin. Yes, sir. I, I've been thinking about something. I, I was reading the scripture, John chapter 10, verse 16. And other sheep I have, which are not of this fold, them also I must bring, and they shall hear my voice and they shall be one fold and one shepherd. Now, in this verse, the sheep that is mentioned, mentioned, who is it referring to? He's, he's never talking about people that are non-Israelites. Okay. So that that's one thing that you have to separate. He's always talking about people that are Israelites. Now, in saying that, I want to make this clear. In saying that, there's a reason why he's talking about only Israelites. And it's not because it's racism. It's because these same people of ours, just like they are today, they were lost to really the civil principles of life just like they are today, same condition, same exact condition, foolish in their decision-making, foolish in their idolatries. So he's talking directly to a particular people for a particular reason. Now, he's always, and I've said this a number of times, 70 to 80% of everything that you read him saying is him quoting the said Old Testament. So a lot of the stuff that he says is not really his own words, he's he's quoting the said Old Testament a lot more than people realize. In the body of the Hebrew faith, sojourners would be foreigners. And sojourners were required to obey the same laws in our nation that we obey. And they would be 
punished according to those same laws. So, although he's talking to a specific people, it does not mean it does not apply to other people. In the same, now let me make this really, really clear. Unfortunately, our people teach from a racist, bigot perspective. And Christians teach from a prejudice perspective because they think it only applies to Christians. Or a Muslim would think it only applies to them. Or a Hebrew would think it only applies to an Israelite. Okay, no. Let me make this clear. The sun is up in the sky. It shines on everybody's behind on this planet. So that means the sun applies to everyone on this planet. Now, the understanding or the comprehension of the sun, the sunlight, and your relationship to the sun, moon, and stars was given to the original people who were Israelites, who later became Israelites. They weren't first known as Israelites, but they later became Israelites. That does not mean that the sun, moon, and stars belong to us. It does not mean that. It doesn't mean that gravity belongs to us and us alone. Gravity applies to everyone. Now, some people have a more challenging relationship to the sun and to gravity than others. That is absolutely easy to comprehend. Caucasian people being unmelanated, of course, they're going to have a more difficult relationship with the sun. But they have one nonetheless. Matter of fact, the sun in the sky is connected to your solar plexus. So it, it has nothing to do, primarily has nothing to do with your skin color or melanin or not. Now, of course, melanated people or carbonite people have uh, more of a uh, divine relationship, but that's a whole other issue. So I'm saying there's no discrimination in the law. Everyone on the planet and in the universe is required to abide by the same law. So when he's speaking to these sheep, he's speaking directly to Israelites, and he's speaking about those that weren't there that were going to come into the new fold. But understand, it also applies to those who are non-Israelites. So if you broaden your perspective, which I think is where you're going with it, you will understand that it does apply to people who are non-Israelites. But understand why he was saying it and in the context he was saying it, and that's why. Hopefully that answered that, brother. Yes, sir. Did that make sense to you, sir? Yes, sir. Okay. Praise the Lord. Anyone else want to talk about anything? Point of information, yes, and uh, the minister said it. I'm sitting here chuckling, brother. I'm just going to comment. I'm sitting here chuckling because as easy, as easy and common as that was, I guarantee you, if we were out on the street and you had said that, I would hear about 15 different thousand uh, versions of that, and it would be taken a whole nother different way. And on top of that, people would hate you for saying that. 
Of course, you know that. I'm just saying that because I'm laughing because I know how people are now. And hearing you say that and make it as simple as it was, it's very simple. It's, it's very cut and dry. But it would be interpreted the wrong way. I can see it. But I yield, brother. <laughs> you know, brother, you're correct. <laughs> you're correct. And you know what? That is why this is very important to understand as as a Hebrew. We never listen. I know how this sounds. I don't mean any disrespect to anybody. We never went out in the public on the streets. There were times in history we went out on the streets preaching, yes. But as a, as the standard of Hebrew faith, that is not what we did to try and enforce this on people because that's not what it's about. And then what those brothers on the streets do, what they'll do is they'll go into the scriptures, they'll call off a scripture, and try to support their argument. Well, I don't think that there's an argument that they can have that can't be rebutted by another Hebrew who was a Hebrew before they came into the fold. And any time you look in the scriptures, cover to cover, Wherever there are foreigners or sojourners who are foreigners, because a sojourner could be one of us too, or it could be one of us in another foreign nation. Any time it was required that they live according to the same laws that we do, because we were dealing with government, we weren't dealing with racism. And, And if you look at what they've done today, look at what they did in South Carolina they decided to remove this uh, flag. Now, if you don't see that this is a sincere effort by these people, this is a sincere effort to try to rewrite some of their wrongs, they're not going to escape, but at least they're trying. You know, so, and you have to give them credit for that. So instead of just being, putting your blinders on and just looking at everything like, like, to say a white man is the devil, he's the enemy. Anybody hear that beeping sound? Yeah. Yeah, that's someone's phone line. I don't know who it is. Okay. So it's, man, that's crazy. Hmm. Is that on someone's phone? Can anybody uh, see who's on I'm looking. I'm going to see. Hold okay. on, I'm going to see. Huh. <laughs> Always something, ain't it? Uh, looks like uh, coming up now. It stopped. Okay, it's uh, me, Guest 7, New Jersey, Texas, Ge- Southwest Georgia, uh, Canada, and Nevada, as well as tribes of Aboriginal relations. It stopped, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Oh, okay. Yeah, so so hopefully that's that's understood. Like we got we got to really get away from from this um from this racism bigotry thing. We gotta we gotta get away from that. In all in all bodies of people, particularly particularly our people, whether we realize this or not, I have to be very very honest about this. 
our people are the biggest transgressors on this earth. <laughs> we, for, for real. We, Hallelujah. We are in a, we are in a slumberland. We are in denial. We are in complete denial. The, uh, my, my own people make me sick to my stomach. Hallelujah. Because they are self-righteous. They they lie to themselves. And they do the dumbest things on the face of the earth and then expect you to just walk away and not say nothing to them about it. Mm-hmm. You know, just, just ridiculous. Don't like to be told when they're wrong. Yeah. Don't 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 want to hear that they ever did anything wrong. Okay, mm-hmm. so we got to stop that. And and listen, the way I was trained by these elders was hardcore military style. Will mm-hmm. make you cry and pee in your pants at the same time. But I tell you what it did for me. It made me compassionate. It made me understanding. But it made me not want to deal with any foolishness. And I, I try to be lenient when people are first waking up. But trust me, a lot of people that love me probably wouldn't love me if you had to deal with me every day. <laughs> trust me. Trust me. Because I'm 100%, 24-7 on my duty. I am not backing down. Now, I had to grow into this now. I am not backing down off of what I know is right. And if you do wrong every day in my presence, then damn it, you're going to hear my mouth every day. And you won't like it even when you know you're wrong. See, that's what we have to have as men and as women too. But the the, the brothers got to stand up and get that conviction in you. Because believe me, when you really start to see this thing and start looking at your people the way that you see Yeshua was seeing them, when you really look at them, you're not going to be so loving all the time. You're going to be mad as hell. <laughs> Believe me, as a, particularly as a man, you're going to be mad as hell. You, because, listen, they lie to us every day. Our own people. Lie, lie, lie. Every day. Conscious movement. Biggest liars amongst all our people. Never They're the biggest liars and deceivers of all our people. Because essentially, listen, we can set all these philosophies and religions and whatever aside. If they really had our best interest at heart, how about we just sit down and talk about government alone? Just talk about rights and wrongs and how to conduct government. Leave all that other stuff aside, but they won't do that. They won't do it. Because cause what's in their hearts is not the real unity of their people. What's in their hearts, to be very honest with you, they want to be worshipped by their own people. Mm-hmm. They already That's what it. it is. Well, they are getting it, and it's going to be their downfall. It's going to be our downfall as a people, not this nation, but I'm talking about our people as a whole. Because in the end, and and it's coming soon, it's already showing itself. I don't care how many times you try to call these people racist. Of course, if they're a Klan member, you can say that that's racist. These people have not liked us because of our behavior. That is the problem. And we are too blind, deaf, and dumb to see it. And I'm telling you, 
I don't, and, they, and then they always want to say, well, I got a relationship with God. I got a relationship with the Most High. You don't have a relationship with the Most High. When your everyday life, you will make a, a decision to lie, to deceive, to try to twist somebody's mind every damn day, to be slothful, lazy, and in excuse-making. And, and listen, the, the so-called ones that claim they know the Scriptures so well, claim they're prophets or they're called by the Most High, are the biggest deceivers. Mm. And they, they don't see themselves as a deceiver because they feel like it's okay to deceive you in order to get in order for a righteous purpose. No, it's not okay to deceive. It's not. Period. And And the sick thing is, the worst thing of all, they cannot admit when they are wrong. They can't do it. They can't admit it to themselves, and they can't admit it to the people. So as a result, they keep having to hide behind more fabrications, more, they, they get motivated. Oh, I lost this debate, so now i got to go back in my books and find out more stuff I can defeat them with. What? And then we'll charge the people to come see the debate. <laughs> something, something, something that the said so-called white devil won't even do. He'll put it on streaming TV. He'll put it on the internet. He'll put it on local TV, cable TV. Let you watch them debate, but your own people are gonna charge you fifty, a hundred dollars to come see them. And then once they, once you get there, right? Once you get there, then they want to sell you the DVD of what you just watched. <laughs> you all know I'm telling the truth. Yes, yes, yes. 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 I, I, for one, am sick of it. I'm sick of it. And trust me, when you get that real spirit of the Christ in you after you studied long enough to see why he was angry, you're going to be just as angry, if not more. <laughs> Believe me. Mm-hmm. It ain't, listen, and, and another thing, this is specifically for the brothers. We are not walking around like Gandhi, for God's sakes. All respects to Gandhi. He was a hero in my life when I was younger. But he was a pacifist when it came to dealing with simple things like an eye for an eye. And I don't mean that as an insult at all. They lined his people up and gunned them down. The British lined them up and gunned them down. <laughs> and they didn't do anything. And, and they just stood there and just took the gunfire, just just wiped out all these people. Listen, a man has the right to be angry enough to go kill those who have killed his own. Because that's an eye for an eye. And I don't mean in no in no wrathful, vengeful type of way. I mean, you have the right to defend yourself. If they're trying to take your life, you have an obligation as a man to first defend your life and, if necessary, take their life. But I'll be damned if they're going to walk up into one of our camps with a gun and start banging us down no, they won't be walking out of there. They won't get their hand in their pocket quick enough. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it. Believe it. 
and, and we don't have to kill them because they pull a gun. But I tell you this: if they if they start shooting the gun, then they're going down. They are going down. Period. I'm not a thug. I'm not a gangster. I'm not any of that. But I'm a man who loves his people, and I love the truth and righteousness. And I am willing to die for it, and I'm willing to kill for it too. I'm not talking about well. Maybe kill is not the best word, but I'm saying I will defend it at the stake of taking somebody else's life. And all that nonsense about, oh, the New Testament is done away with it. No, it hasn't. No, it hasn't. And that's why in the New Testament, Yeshua said, let let me rephrase. He was telling them, look, let me straighten this out for you. Murder is wrong. When it's talking about thou shalt not kill, it's not talking to, and see, the people took it to the extreme. Oh, then we shouldn't kill the flowers, and we shouldn't kill the animals, <laughs> and we, should, we shouldn't kill our enemies. The hell you shouldn't. The hell you shouldn't. Let, let them come around us with that foolishness, thinking they – why do you think they pick on, on, the, on our people? And why you think they wouldn't pick on those gangbangers when those gangbangers put that message out? Because those gangbangers are not going by that foolishness. The only way, the only way you're gonna be respected on this planet is to, for the men to stand up and defend their people and let them know if you think you're gonna take one of us out, then we're gonna just have to take two of you out. Because then it's war. Then it's all out war. Now, well, we're not there as a people yet because we can't manufacture our militaries, but guess what? We're going to get there. But in any situation, no matter how large or small, I'm just saying, don't be a fool and you're one man against a tank and a SWAT team. But if it's one-on-one and this, and this individual is trying to take your life, you have the right to defend your life. And if necessary, you put them down quick and have no remorse. Yeah, and I mean that from the bottom of my heart because there is nobody, I don't care if it's one of our own brothers, if you threaten a sister, a child around me, no, I'm not no tough guy by no stretch of the imagination. But you will be lucky if I'm not plotting on how to get you subdued. Because if you start in that type of mentality, then I got to go to my district, my Detroit street cred. You see, so oh, it just gotta be like that. <laughs> you know, forgive me, but that fired me up. I'm already fired up because of something going on in, around me now. But that really fired me up. So I got the spirits for me today. <laughs> So, so evil doers who live by the sword, they will die by the sword. Yes, definitely. We're not to be aggressors. We're not. The scriptures say we're not to be warmongers, meaning we're not to go around picking on people, starting fights, and starting wars. But we have a right to defend ourselves. We definitely do. And we're gonna do. We're gonna have to do it. I mean, or, or get slaughtered. Anybody that's, that that is not in this mind, they're not gonna make it, and they don't deserve to make it. Because even a, even a maggot knows to preserve his own life. Try to try to kill a roach. Try to kill a, a spider or ant. 
<laughs> the fly. They all know to get the hell away from the, the, the one that's trying to kill it. So what's wrong with these people? They don't have they don't have the common sense that a maggot has. I mean, come on. Forgive me, but you know, I'm passionate about this and you know, when I was a little younger, when I was in my twenties and thirties, I was a little more I wasn't as, as passionate as I am now and I was a little more um maybe a little more um accepting of certain things. But as I've gotten older, I start to realize why the prophets and all the messengers were so angry. Because I see it. Because, look, when you start accepting, when you start to accept this foolishness, that's when it starts to spread amongst you and kill you off. That's like saying, okay, this individual that's in our camp, they want to smoke crack. It's okay if they smoke crack, as long as they don't try to get us to smoke crack. The hell it is okay. You're going to stop smoking that crack or you're going to get the hell away from us because the next thing you know, you're going to be, it's going to, somebody's going to be looking at it wanting to try it. Mm-hmm. And you got these pacifists that are going to say, oh, no, let all the crack abusers in. We can all be one. You know, if we just love them enough, then we can love them enough. They'll stop smoking the crack. They're not going to stop smoking the crack. Something has to happen. They got to make the decision to stop, or they have to have so much pain or something has to happen to them to force them into a situation to stop. That's what's going to happen. Now, unfortunately, religion and God and all that stuff, is crack. <laughs> the real yeah. truth is about law. It's law, which is universal. It has nothing to do with whether you believe it or not. You don't have to believe in gravity. You don't have to believe in heat. You don't have to believe in cold. It happens. So it's beyond your belief. So the people misconstrue that the scriptures are talking about a religion. It is not talking about a religion. It's talking about aligning yourself with nature and having laws, statutes, and commandments in a government that you can live by and and be at one with nature. It's about having a government. Just like this wicked demon has this Christian government called America, and it's really a satanic government, okay? Essentially, it's a satanic government. They just the, the Supreme Court just passed uh, the the uh, the gay marriage law for mm-hmm. all fifty states. Okay, now on one end we have to examine examine it on a deeper level whether they passed it into positive law or negative law. I'll leave that argument aside. The fact that they passed it, right? This is the final sign that this place is completely full of an habitat it's a habitation of devils. There's no way that two men can procreate. There's no way that two women can procreate. Bruce Jenner, sixty five years old <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> what? What kind of sick madness is this? And it's acceptable. Oh, 
Congratulations, Bruce, or whatever the hell your name is, Caitlin, whatever your name is, you godforsaken demon. What? Congratulations. They gave him an award. I couldn't believe it. An award. <laughs> an award. He won an award on some uh, E E E S D show or something like that. I can't remember exactly what it was, but we were in class and we were discussing this, and it was like he won an award on some show over. Kendrick Lamar or somebody else. And I was like, this dude won an award for... I was like, well, what about all the other different people who came out before him and, and, and you know, when it was wrong? Now, you know, I guess he must be the the poster child for, uh, you know, gender dysphoria now. So <laughs> I guess they gave an award for it. I was like, man, oh, man, we in them times now, man. This is it. <laughs> this yeah, is that's it. it. This is it's it. It's a done deal. Nature is not going to play that with these people. You know, it, it's going to produce uh, more disease because of it. And it's like you don't have the common sense to understand that, forgive my way of expression, but that a, a hole in your body that is meant for defecation is hmm. only meant for defecation. It's not meant, it's, it's not meant for procreation. Right. It's not meant for the, to follow lust because it, it, it's only lust that you're following. It's only lust. The scripture says, copy, it talks about copulation, which is, is, is forbidden. So that's, that's part of that type of um, homosexual lesbian acts. It's, 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 it's not natural. It's natural for, for women to love women and men to love men, but not in an intimate way, not in a sexual way, you know. So, and if you look at it, this is what the people used to say. This is where this whole terminology of uh, devils and demons came from. People that would do this, they would be like, "Oh, they're they're born of the devil. They're 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 demons because they come out. They they're trying to claim they came out of the womb like this." Well, if you came out of the womb like that, and that's against nature, then it has to be that you are a demon. I'm not talking mm. about like so many of us have these unfortunate uh, molestation situations. Sister Tor told me the day that she just realized one of her friends growing up uh, was molested by her uncle. And um, when I was talking about that, that, she started thinking about it and thinking back because she's never experienced that in her family. But she realized one of her friends did. So I'm saying incest is more rapid or has been more rapid amongst our people than we realize. And all this wickedness, it's time out. It's time to start telling the truth. We don't have to tell the truth in a mean and malicious way, but we got to tell the truth, and they're not going to like it. That's why they didn't, they didn't like Yeshua. That's why these Negroes said put him to death, because if you, if you speak the same, the same language and the same message as did he, your own people that call themselves intelligent, conscious, and religious are going to turn against you. And guess what? You could probably, you could probably reach a Christian faster than you can reach a Hebrew. <laughs> you could probably get some cooperation out of a Christian. A lot of our people that are Christians, they might plot against you. They might act against you. But a lot of them are not going to just come just to kill you. 
They might not stop you from being killed, but they're not going to just come to kill you. But you let, deal with a Hebrew Israelite on the street. Deal with them. You can't even reason with them because they're so full of vanity and arrogance. They do not. They have lost their ability to reason with truth. Or they they blame Caucasians for everything. Mm-hmm. Yes, they do get on our people. They do rightfully get on Negroes and, and, and Latinos and Native Americans, and they beat up on us rightfully so. But in essence, once it comes down to you disagreeing with them, then they lump you in that same category as their enemies. And you can't tell me that that was the spirit of the Christ. No. Hell no. It's not racism or any of that madness, man. It's behaviorisms. <laughs> Plain and simple. Like I, like I told the class of this week, we got uh, stranded, basically, in um, Matthews, Missouri. And this Caucasian man, I had the, the uh, it was a rental car, I had the hood up. Caucasian man walks up and says, hey, what's going on? Do you need any help? How can I help? It was sincere. He said, I, he said, if it was your car, I'd stay here all night. But since it's a rental car, all you got to do is call it in, and they'll come replace it. And he, he hugged me and said, you take care, brother. The man called me brother about three or four times. Caucasian hmm. redneck. A redneck. <laughs> So, listen, later for that racism stuff, man, later for that white man is the devil nonsense. Are there devils in Caucasian people? Yes. Are there devils in Negroes? Yes. And we're the biggest devils because you're supposed to be the chosen. (laughs) Anybody got anything they want to talk about or ask or anything? I'm fired up, so forgive me. Um, did you hear that the BRICS, um, the BRICS group, they um, now open up for business? They open up their banks? No. What is that yeah. about? Well, I don't know um, what the BRICS group is. What is it? Uh, what is it? Britain, Russia, China, in, in China, China, India. Yeah, they now open up a bank. Oh, I thought you were talking about something else. My fault. I thought you were talking about something else. Yeah. No, I didn't hear that, though. Yeah, they finally opened up their bank. And uh, uh, I guess they had to close the um, Wall Street. Um, I know everybody's heard about that. They were talking about how Wall Street, they had to shut it down, some glitch or something like that. The New York Stock Exchange and all this stuff came to an abrupt stop. It was at 11 o'clock um, Wednesday night. They were in panic mode. Not <clears> really sure exactly why, um, why, but I'm assuming this stuff is like, I mean, like the 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 alarms are really sounding off, man. Like it's it's really closing time, <laughs> and it, and a lot of our people are out to lunch. Like they're not even seeing what's going on around them. Most of them really don't care. It's just kind of like, oh, okay, oh well, you don't have much to do with me. And I'm just kind of like, man, <laughs> okay, you had that same attitude when you when when it does when it's when it comes time for them to get rid of this inventory. You on the list. Ain't <laughs> gonna be much nothing you can do about it. <laughs> you know. I know that's right, man. Anybody want to uh, say anything? Talk about anything? 
Yeah, Shalom, it's Brother Andrew. Um, I heard um, Priest make a mention that, you know, a lot of times you got to stop blaming the white man. And uh, you got to stop saying the white man this, the white man that, so forth and whatnot. And that's a true statement. And one thing I am aware of is that uh, over in this Western Hemisphere, this um, this system makes a lot of the said Negroes to be real lazy. This system makes a lot of the 12 tribes to be real lazy. You know, because they will say the white man's the devil, the white man's the devil, the white man's the devil, and they won't ask why is the white man the devil. They'll just take that and run with it. For example, if an individual is reared up in a system or reared up in a kind of way of living and all they hear is don't eat pork, don't eat pork, don't eat pork, pork not good, don't eat pork, don't eat pork, they're just gonna have that, they're gonna grow up having the liberty of not eating pork. They're gonna be 28, 38, 48, and not have the knowledge of, of, of why they should not eat pork. You know, so it's, it's important for us to be aware that, that, that a lot of us really don't know. You know, but at the same time, all that Brother Peace make a mention of as in gotta be stern. Because <laughs> how, how, how the Messiah, how, how Yeshua had dealt with them, what he known? Yeah, that's very, very true because many of the times you have to be in a different mindset and you can't even let emotions cloud your judgment. It clouds your decisions that you have to make and the words you have to use. Sometimes you have to have a heart of a lion that's cold, comes off to be cold. That's what is needed, and not you. Yeah, brother. That reminds me of um, with you saying that. Let's visit this scripture. Anybody got the scriptures in front of them? Yeah. Yes, brother. Brother Trevon. Trevon, can you read for us Isaiah forty-five and seven? Now, everybody, listen carefully. Listen carefully, and I'm a, I'm gonna just go deeper into it, but listen carefully. Give Give me one moment, brother. Yes, sir. He said. He said Isaiah forty five seven. Correct. Okay. I form the light and create darkness. I make peace and create evil. I, the Lord, do all these things. Y'all hear that? <laughs> Wait a minute. Read it again, brother. <laughs> I form I form the light and create darkness. I make peace and create evil. I the Lord do all these things. Who created the evil? The Lord. The Lord. Mm-hmm. Now, now I'm I'm just going to broaden it out so you're going to see what, the depth of this, okay? So, in most people's minds, multi God Almighty only creates good and only does good and all of that. The scripture tells you the most high creates evil. Okay, now, it's deeper than what it looks like. Because it is your perception of what is evil that it's talking about. It's talking to the perception of the people of what is evil. If you if you, if you follow me here, watch. This guy goes into a church, 
sit there for an hour, pulls out a gun, bang, guns nine people down. Oh, that's evil. That's wicked. It's your perception. Now, I know that's a stretch, but let's let's go a little farther. The Lord, in nature, can and will use anything necessary to carry out what is necessary. And slaughtering idolaters is necessary. It can be done by those who are righteous or those who are wicked. Scripture says all things work to the good to those who love the Lord. Now, this is what we all got to really get here. This is the most important thing that you got to get from the Scripture. To a criminal prison is evil. To a transgressor, punishment is evil. To a transgressor, the one who is in power over them to bring about the punishment on them is evil. So if you follow what I'm saying, the perception that comes into people's minds when the Most High brings about judgment upon them, is that the people that are carrying out that judgment are evil, and they're the devil. I don't know how much sense that makes, but I'm going to try to explain it a little further. When you are in power, and all of you here that are going to remain here, you're going to be the rulers of this earth one day soon. If not in your lifetime, definitely your offspring and you will be called the devil from a people who have no sense of trying to do what's really right. Try to go to one of these self-righteous hypocrites that call themselves prophets and priests on the streets and try to talk to them about not being a bigot. They're going to call you the devil. What did they do to Yeshua? They said he does these things of the devil. He does these things of Satan. He's called to be the devil. <laughs> not realizing, not realizing that it was them themselves that are the transgressors. So my point is, when you are in power and have the uh, authority to take out the punishment on people, Sometimes they don't view it the right way, and sometimes they make you out to be the devil. When really it's their wicked behavior. This this will go on with your children. You know, oh, I'm mad at you, Mommy and Daddy, because I can't eat this candy. And if you put that candy in your mouth again, boy, I'm going to spank your behind. And all of a sudden, Daddy's the evil one. Okay? So when the most high starts using foreign nations to spank our behinds, then all of a sudden we point the finger at them. Oh, they're the evil one. Not not, not our people who, who, who are the biggest liars, talking about they love their brothers and sisters, can't get along with them for two weeks, right? They're going to villainize them. Oh, they're wicked. They're, they're going down the wrong path. They're not following the truth. 
all along while this foolish individual is a beggar on the street, won't do business with his own people, won't collect collectively do economics to build a future, and they are lazy, slothful, playing a dozen bums, and they got the nerve to talk about people that are actually doing something. If you try to, <laughs> so this is our people now. When when we start pushing this thing out further, when we start really pushing the radio and stuff, don't you all know that they're going to think we're the damn devil? So we sold out to the Illuminati? It's got nothing to do with that. Misery loves company. They do not want anybody to advance past where they are. They want you to stay the same foolish, ignorant, hateful, spiteful individuals that they've been that have caused everybody to hate us. They have hated us justifiably. Don't get it wrong. They have hated us justifiably. But we don't see that. Now, I'm not saying that they didn't do anything wrong to us. I'm not taking that off of them. They did plenty wrong to us. They'll pay for that. But look at us. Go go talk to these religious people and find out. I don't care if they're Hebrews, Moors, uh, Muslims, Muslims, gods, goddesses. I don't care what they are. Go talk to them about formulation of government and separating from these people. Totally. First thing they're going to tell you, oh, you don't want to do that. See, they'll kill you if you do that. So now you're a chump. So now so now your so-called God has no power. So now all that stuff you claim you believe in is worthless because you're afraid that this almighty, almighty caucasoid whitey is going to kill you, but your so-called God can't protect you in following and being obedient to what you're supposed to do. You're going to get slaughtered for being obedient, but you're going to get blessed for continuing to be a stupid fool and be a slave. Get the hell out of here, man. <laughs> Wake up. Wake up. As long as they keep wallowing around making excuses for why they why they can't do what they need to do. Listen, we have $21.51 of dues. Do you understand that there are people that come into this nation and have been in this nation that make, listen, I'm telling the truth, flat out make excuses for why they can't come up with $21.51 a month? Listen, I'm not talking about when times get really, really hard, stuff gets stressed out. I understand. Everybody might go through that. But there's no way you're going to convince me that for three and four years that you cannot afford $21.51. Really, you should be vanished because of that, to be very honest, because of that excuse and that self-lie. Stop lying to yourself. You got some type of habit that you need to break, which is probably improper spending. Probably spending it on on Jolly Ranchers and Snickers bars or honey buns and cigarettes, okay? Some of these brothers are secretly going out here. They're whoremongers. 
getting five or ten dollar uh, whores, crack whores. You think I you think I don't sense this in them? But the spirit has to work on them. Some of them pose as though they're this particular way and they're not. And that's why some of them watch out. You see, they'll come in, they'll be in for about a month or two, then all of a sudden, oh no, I got to get out of here. <laughs> these these people are here too real. <laughs> Hmm. And listen, nobody has to come down on us. You don't hear anybody coming down on us in this nation, like, and not even me. Like, hey, you're doing wrong. Get right. I don't have to do that because a lot of times you already know you're doing wrong. Most of the time you do know you're doing wrong, and you're arguing with your own self about why you're doing wrong. Oh, I'm, I'm going to justify it now. So a lot of times I see and sense and feel the guilt weighing on our people's heads when they're doing this stuff. So as long as I know that that guilt is there, I know I don't have to comment. (laughs) Simple as that. And I know that they're going to be separated one way or the other. The strong survive, the true survive. There's certain people, like I'll give you an example, Eric and Crystal, they're new in the nation, right? You can just sit in them. Their sincerity. You can sense it. Like, it's no doubt in my mind. They're going to be with us for the long haul. Probably for the, today, to the day we all pass away. No doubt in my mind. But then there's some people that come in that you say, I don't know now. There's something about them. They, I mean, we love our people. We're trying to work with them. But something about them is just not clicking. Well, you take a look at it. Take a look at it. So, I'm saying enough for the excuse making, man. Stop blaming others. And then we create these fantasy gods. Oh, the white man's the devil. You just created another idol god. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 you, you got people spooked the hell out and scared of this man when he's nothing to be scared of. He really is you can't Hallelujah. convince me that he's he's not smarter than us. Hallelujah. He's smarter than the idolaters. He's He's smaller than the idolater. But listen, any man that's going to feed you Viagra as, as your solution, <laughs> Cialis, right? Any man that's going to feed you poison as medicine cannot be that bright. Okay, they're, they're not as smart as they seem. They're not, they are disciplined and orderly in certain ways. They are orderly in certain ways. Like in government, they, they perform it proficiently. But in their private lives, they're freaks and nasty dogs and all of that. Lacking self-control behind closed doors. Got a fake like they one way in the public, and they secretly got these private lives. Anybody seen this thing that I, I just saw? Um, uh, Teddy Pendergrass, um the lady came out that was in the car accident with him. Anybody seen her? Mm-mm. No. No. What is her name? Uh, Tanika. Tanika. Now, this is what I just found out. Everybody was believing that there was a, a sex act that led to his crash. Some people might be too young to remember Teddy Pendergrass, but just look him up. So everybody's been believing that it was a sex act that led to this crash. This woman was in the automobile with him. She explained she just met him. 
Um, she seen him a couple of times, didn't really know who he was at first, and he was just giving her a ride. Now, what the intent was, what they were going to do later, that's something else. I'm not talking about that. I'm saying we have been told, since I was 10 years old, Teddy Pendergrass was having sex in the car with a transvestite. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. That's all I've heard. That's all I've heard. And 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 this individual, I don't I don't know if it's a trans. It's not a man. It's maybe a transsexual. I don't know. But whatever it is, there was no sex act that took place according to that individual. Hmm. Now, what does that say? Not we gossip. Mm-hmm. We we spread we spread gossip. This is our people now. Mm-hmm. This is us. That's the perception you were speaking about, the perception. The perception, exactly. And and, and guess what? Gargoyles (laughs) are not demons. (laughs) They are scarecrows. Scarecrows are not demons. And I'm saying this, I want to show you deeper. There is scarecrow history. There are scarecrow words. There are gargoyle histories and words. It, the scriptures are gargoyle histories and words. <laughs> it's designed, the scriptures are written in a way that if you think you're too smart, and you try to intellectually break it down, it shows your foolishness and your folly. If you're an idolater and you start going into fantasies, it shows that you're an idolater. If you are a truth seeker, it shows that you are a truth seeker, which is why we should be able to say, I'll give you an example, Chris Brashard from ESPN, who is a Christian. You should be able to say, that's my brother. And that's my brother, even in the faith. Why? This man stood up in the midst of losing his job on ESPN, on the principles of the scriptures, and stood up and said, listen, according to the scriptures, sodomy is wrong. According to the scriptures, homosexuality, lesbianism is wrong. And they were like, aren't you afraid to say that? You're going to lose your job. He was like, no, I'm not. (laughs) That's my brother. That is my brother. See, when you get past the labels and look at the heart and look at the behaviors, it's more Christians that are more following the truth in their behavior than there are conscious people. Mm. The conscious people, the conscious people, what do they do? They justify their wickedness why they can be whoremongers, why they can be uh, full of lust and, and, and follow lust and greed and egotism and lies. There are some Christians that are sincere about being Christians that do not want to lie, do not want to uh, commit adultery and fornication, and who stick to those principles. They are sincere. 
Now, they might be a little off course from their other understandings, but I'm talking about when you can see this, then you're going to see what the Christ was talking about. You you understand all his words a whole lot better, <laughs> and you'll be able to see all these phonies and these frauds. You all got me preaching today, so. <laughs> we don't mind. Anybody want to talk about anything? Um, shalom. Uh, phone on the record. This is Minister Cedric. Um, last week, um, I had spoke to the brethren about some stuff, um, and hopefully they checked it out. If they didn't, it's, it's fine. Um, I was explaining to them how I was. Uh, I recently started reading banking dictionaries, and it was funny because even in the banking dictionaries, they mentioned Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. <laughs> But that was only just the that was only just the icing that was just, you know, the that was just the butt of it. The cream of the crop of it is the words in there. Like there was just was this one word in there I had mentioned to the brethren, uh, the word check. Uh C H E Q U E. And uh they were actually explaining how that word actually came about and the word actually came about from the word chess. They used to have the word, uh, it, like if you had the checkers on a public house, it would signify that check that chess was being played there. But check the chess board itself was used for other different things. It was used as a money table, and where they uh, in England they got the exchequer, which is like uh, in the United States is called the treasury today. They they uh they stated that this board is actually used to count money, uh, and where they get the word check from, which means to check an account. And I say, well, you, well, I'll be done. If some of these so-called conscious people were so conscious, you would, like, you would have knew just that. And I was like, even in this book, they talked about Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. They talked about cattle and how Abraham owned how his cattle, his sheep and his cattle was his capital, <laughs> was his Equity was his net worth. I was like, man, this is insane. This was insane. And 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 what ended up what I ended up finding was something called the hundreds board. I discovered a, a hundreds board on the internet. There is uh actually another word for it is called a draft board or a draft board or a drop board, and it's a hundred squares on it, and you can use it to count money. Uh, or the tally money, which is basically where they get the word uh, bank teller from. Man, it's it's a wealth of information out there. If our people just can get past this, and this is really disgusting, if they can get past the superstition, they will understand that not everything is evil. These people that they're calling the, the Illuminati, most of these people are private bankers. And, and I'm like, it's nothing wrong with, look, just the other day, we were talking about uh, we were talking about uh, how these Caucasians managed to take the information and build and capitalize off it. I was just telling them, I was like, look, man, uh, Officer Zabai had put me onto this video called um, Rothschild's Money and Power, and I literally watched that thing back and forth, and I couldn't, you couldn't even be mad at these people anymore because they were so they had. Uh, they had used they had used what we taught them in such a way it wasn't even idolatry and I was like I people need to wake up man 
Like, it, it really sickens me to my stomach that they don't really get it. Like, all they have to do is get rid of superstition and get on this, you know, government, self-government train, and we can rock, man. Like, but they don't want to let go of the superstition. If you see a checkerboard, you're part of Illuminati. It's It's got to stop, man. <laughs> it's really got to stop. I don't know when, but it's got to stop. I yield, brother. <laughs> well, well, you know what, brother? The other thing is that's Solomon's temple floor. That's the floor yeah, of Solomon's temple. Yeah, I don't even about that. Yes, sir. Okay, the floor of Solomon's temple was, was a chessboard. Hmm. Okay. Why? Because if, if you go look up the designs of the, of the ancient temple, the original one that he built, it was a city. It had a teller, cashiers, the treasury, a court, all in one area or surrounding this whole temple area. And that's what they used to do um, do their commerce. And the whole point of what we're trying to get our people in the nation to see, shed all this idolatry and these false notions of religious this and that, and let's deal with facts and truth. Huh? And then from there we can repair ourselves to be able to govern ourselves. Because, listen, America's the only place on the earth that has a mixed multitude of people. Hmm. Other places don't have that. And they don't have it for a reason. And the reason why they don't, they, that we are in this condition is because we're the slaves. <laughs> hmm. And every other nation can come over here, they come over to America, and they all do, um, they all become merchants, whether it's Chinese, Japanese, Koreans, Arabs. Now, let's look at it. They all come over here and they're merchants, and they're selling their merchandise to Negroes and Latinos, right? And then they go back to where they came from, which is their own lands that they govern. While our people don't even ask the question, when are we going to go and do this for ourselves? What are they out there talking about? Oh, you're wrong because ancient came before the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> so you're wrong. That's what that's what they're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. <laughs> then, oh, when this sovereign stuff hit, one voice talking against it. Everybody else talking for it. This nation was the only people talking against it. And they all went chasing it. They all got burnt, destroyed their lives, and yet and still they will not heed the warning. They will they don't want to join up with us because they don't they don't want the reality check. They want to stay in their fantasy world. Oh, boy, here we go again. What is that? Somebody got a call coming in? See, that's like the same deep sound that we have. Yeah, it sounds like when somebody's calling you, you got to click over. 
I'm not sure where that's coming from, brother. Um, can everybody mute? Okay. I just muted my line, but I still hear that sound. Yeah, I still hear it so well. I switched over. I don't have no calls, man, coming in. What yeah. the world? What's going on? I'm my Fuck, yo. Yeah, somebody hey. clicked over. They click over to put it off on hold. Mm-hmm. That's what that okay. was. Mm-hmm. Can anybody tell who that was that did that? Who just clicked over to another line? But I ain't you. I, I just clicked on over to another line. Okay. When you do that, brother, um, it's giving us a beeping sound on this end. So um, just be aware. Uh, maybe maybe if you – well, you can't do that. Just alert us. Anybody alert us if you got to click over. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay, I will do so. Thank you. Thank you for all understanding. Yes, sir. No problem. Um, listen, we got to stop being so sensitive. We got to stop being sensitive. When we are told, when we are discovered that we're wrong, take your stripes. Take it. Admit to yourself that you're wrong. Admit to those who you wronged that you're wrong. Admit to your creator that you're wrong. Stop living a life thinking that you could go and tell these little white lies. Because we we are faced with this every day. And if we're not putting this in our face, like challenging ourselves, you know, it can get really bad. There needs to stop being this double standard between men and women. Let, let me show you what I'm saying. Sisters, I understand your pain. I do. And I'm not suggesting that this is anybody here. But when you see this in your sisters, pull their coattail, pull them aside, and let them know to cut this out. Sisters have a double standard when it comes to sharing truths with their with their mates or with their boys, whatever you call them, okay? Not all sisters, but a lot of them. And here's what I mean. They'll have the brother who's really trying to do right, really trying to be a good man, and who'll be forthright and honest and upfront and trying to give full disclosure of everything. But then, sisters, sometimes you all have a double standard in sharing that full disclosure and reciprocating that full disclosure. Now, I want to send you this warning because I don't care where these brothers are in their development. This is a warning to you to look at the example of Lot's wife who turned into a pillar of stone, meaning she died. When he was trying to lead them out of danger, she was... Concealing certain things, 
hiding certain things in her lifestyle that led her to not trust her man in a critical decision to leave Sodom and Gomorrah. And and listen, brothers, I know what it's like. If you're single, you out here dealing with these sisters that are not really aware of who or what they are, and they out in this world. They don't have to be bad people. I know. Believe me, I know. They're quick to turn to society and listen to magazines, radio, television, and movies for their morality. Now, the sisters in this nation, we're blessed because they don't do that. But I know that outside in this world, I know that it's like that. And you got to be willing to be, to deliver it to them in a gentle way and get them to start thinking differently and looking at different sources, exposing them to alternative things, even in medicine. Like, for instance, Sister Tora has a, has a, a background in nursing. So when she and I met up, she's coming from a strict nursing background in the medical field. I'm coming from holistic background. So we share we share things all the time that helps to expand each one of our awareness. That's what we have to do. But I'm saying, if you look in the scriptures, sometimes, and the brother priest does not normally say anything to these sisters, whether they're conscious or unconscious, or whether they're Hebrews or not. I normally only get on the brothers, because the brothers got to be strong enough to do one or two things. Stand up and tell the truth, and if she's not willing to walk the truth, then you're not obligated to walk with her. Simple as that. Leave her alone. And get you a woman that is going to walk it with you. That means you got to be walking it, though, brother. Because she's going to be looking at you every step of the way like, uh-huh, you better be doing this because if you don't, she's going to open her mouth and let you know you're not. But I, I'm saying this as gently as I know how, and I'm not accusing anyone in this nation of this. I'm saying this because we got to share some of these these standard morals with other people. They got to stop doing, like, you know, you hear the old, the old stories of this woman got a, a secret um, bank account stashed away, right? God is truth. This is the God is truth. My mother did that. That's the truth. And I checked her on it. When I was a child, Ma, why you got a secret bank account hiding it from your husband, who was my stepfather? Why are you doing that? I checked my own mother on that at, what was I, 10 years old. Because I knew something in me knew even then it was not right. And if you don't trust that man with your money, I'm not saying you shouldn't have separate bank accounts if that's what you choose. But I'm saying don't hide it. You can have separate bank accounts. Don't hide it. 
That don't mean that he's gonna know every single dollar that's in your account. But don't you expect him to know every you to know every single dollar in his account? Then don't be don't have this double double standard. Is my point? Because that's a real touchy situation. It really is. And for sisters, I I, I gotta express this. This might be a little sensitive, so I'm gonna try and say this delicately as I can. Why in the world would you lay down with a man that you cannot trust to look into your bank account or to know that you got another bank account? But you'll have babies with him though. <laughs> Come on. What kind of sense does this make? And this is our people. This is our people. Deceitful as hell. And then don't can't figure out why their marriages don't last. There's no real trust there. It's fine if you got a separate bank account. Don't have a separate secret bank account. <laughs> Good Lord. I've seen this one too many times. One too many. And as I'm confessing to you, my, my own mother did it, and I'm not proud of that, but I checked her on it at 10 years old. Anybody got anything they want to talk about? Anything they want to say? Shalom, brother. How much silver do we need? A hundred pieces? Two hundred pieces? Was that a year? You idealistically would 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 like to have thirty pieces, but if you have one piece, that's fine. One one piece takes you means that you're at least not bankrupt. But idealistically, you you would like to have thirty pieces. And even when you look in the scriptures, look in uh, Leviticus, um, anything in, in Leviticus from I think it's sixteen through twenty-five, chapter sixteen through twenty-five. You'll see more more stuff on dealing with commercial activities. It starts to hint at it, um, but it's hinting at it in different kind of ways. So you got to really pay attention when you're reading these things. But if you look at it, it'll tell you specific amounts of silver to hold for specific reasons. None of those laws have changed. So since, since you mentioned that, let me explain why that works. First of all, comprehend lawful money or one form of lawful money is silver and gold. Federal Reserve notes and any uh, fiat script is not money. It's no different than monopoly money. It's hard, it's hard to see this, but it's the truth. It's the same as monopoly money, honestly, because with monopoly money, can't you buy housing on the monopoly board? <laughs> and mm-hmm. isn't it fake housing? You're not buying a real house. You, a fake, you can buy hotels, housing, and all that with monopoly money. Okay. The reason why you need lawful money this is the real reason. 
This has to do with governments and everybody on this earth. This is not an opinion. This is the reality of of life. Because you are supposed to atone for any wrongdoings commercially. You cannot atone commercially in using monopoly money. You can only atone in using lawful money, which is why everybody has issued an insurance agent. Because the insurance agents deal with the lawful money, and they use the monopoly money, and they play with it and do different things with it. This is why they do not give you um, your money back when nothing happens. It's because it doesn't add up to real lawful money. So in, in the event that you create an injury, be it commercial or physical, be it a contractual injury or a physical injury, your insurance agents are going out and handling it for you. That's why you have to have lawful money, particularly in crises, government collapses and all of that, because you will only be able to do business with lawful money with anybody outside. Like if America crashed tomorrow, nobody's going to accept a Federal Reserve note, so you can't get them a Federal Reserve note. You got to have lawful money, or you got to give up your labor. One or two, or if you got other goods, you can trade. But hopefully that makes sense. Did that make sense, brother? Yes, sir. Okay, praise the Lord. Sometimes shalom. I don't know. Yes, ma'am. Uh, shalom, Ivan Yarud. Um, I, I think where we're at and where people should be is the awareness, you know, of ourselves to see the gold string that, you know, that's in the limbrick that they leave for us. They leave it in movies. They leave it in writings. They leave it in whatever. And, and also with the money, speaking of the money and monopoly money, I don't know, some should be aware of it and some might not be aware of it, but the actual real fiats that we have in our pockets, the monopoly money, the $50 bill is blue, well, the $50 bill in our fiat money is blue. It's green in the monopoly money, the $20 bills. It's green in the real $20 bills that we carry. It's yellow $10 monopoly money. It's yellow in, you know, the um, real fiat we carry. It's pink for the $5 in the monopoly money. If you look at it, it's got a pink in, in the white and the black in the, for the dollar. So it's, <laughs> it's there. They're giving us it's, it, it. You see it. it. I mean, they're telling you what it is. Um. In point of information, but I'll also add, and I wish I would have kept this article. Um, somewhere in the article, they were basically saying that when you start to see colored money, you know that it was a sign that the government was about to go, like they were about to plummet. I read this. I read this like maybe a week ago, and it's funny you brought that up, but they they made the statement in the article. I was like, darn, like. I would have never thought about it like that, but they say as soon as they started switching the colored money, it's a it's a wrap. <laughs> well, it's, it's actually the color of the monopoly money. You mm, can put it man. side by side, and it's got the same colors in it for each uh, denomination for the monopoly money. Holy and we can't even see it, man. Look at that. You could pull it up. 
that's really, really sad that the people don't see it. But guess what? <laughs> if everything crashes tomorrow, I want to make sure that everybody doesn't get freaked out. The one thing that you will always be able to have that will get you somewhere is your skills or trade. You got to remember that. That's the one thing you always have, and the knowledge of how to survive in commerce. Nobody can take that from you. So that it means it behooves us to develop something that is um, – that it has a trade to it, which is why we want to encourage everybody to continue to study this real estate. We you got to continue to do it, whether we're talking about it on Thursday or not, continue to do it because that education is going to help you to survive and problem solve and think no matter where you go. If you left us today, if you stay on that path, you will be okay. That's the point. We have to give back to our people tools that can never be taken from them again. And unless we commit this to our, our spirits, we're, we're gonna there's gonna be nothing but suffering. And believe me, ain't no Jesus in the sky gonna save you, because there ain't no Jesus in the sky. It's not gonna save you. Anybody want to say anything? Yes, shalom, brother. You 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 recorded the um the classes on the real estate, or can I go on the website to listen to any of the classes on the real estate? Well, it's on it's on um it's on here on this talk show. So you go to um, talkshoe dot com slash tc slash one two six. Uh, one two six zero eight three. That's the website address, and you can listen to um, our past talk shoes. Which what is was that um, no, what was that number again, Arch? You said is talkshoe dot com slash tc dot one two slash slash okay. PC slash like in talk and call slash one two six zero eight three, and you'll be able to go back and listen to some of the older calls. Okay. Thanks. Now keep in mind, yes, sir. Keep in mind, this is a private line, so this is not to be shared with the public. This is Brother Trevon. If if you are uh, didn't recognize him. He's been in the seat of thought class. He took some time away, and uh, he took a couple of months away to handle some affairs, and our brother's back with us. And praise, the Lord. He, praise the Lord. He's been diligent. He's been a man of his word. You know, I had no doubt in that because just every week he was really involved and really understanding the stuff and, you know, soaking it up. And... When you see that in people, you know that they're they're, they're going to be there for the long haul. When you see people that aren't really getting it or they think they're too good to get it, you know, you they're going to fall. <laughs> Believe me. Anybody else want to say anything? 
email is one more thing I want to say, Brother Priest. Uh, Sister Ruth and I forward forward uh, some stuff to you. Uh, these scripts for the uh, radio SSR, and uh, oh, yeah. we even we even possibly you, you, I know you can look you know look at it and you know, but we even possibly designed the uh, actual letterhead for the radio. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know what I did uh, look at that. I didn't completely um, finish looking over it, um, but I did look at it. I've been uh, I've been kind of frustrated with his uh, application. Yeah. Um, this guy that uh, hired to do it, and um, this this just frustrating me that. I ask him to do one simple thing, and it'll take 48 hours. And it's just like, you know, mm-hmm. it's frustrating me. Then it's like he'll send it back, and it'll be like, um, you knew that this was wrong when you sent it to me, so why the hell did you send it to me? <laughs> you, know, and, and, and you know what? Let me tell you. Is that one of our people? How, well, uh, unfortunately, it's not. Oh. Uh, well, no, fortunately it's not, excuse me. But, but let me tell you, this is how I learned, or I was forced to learn to do other things, such as I had to learn how to edit videos because I got tired of trying to hire people because I was a, a, a video producer. I went from music producing to video producing, and I got tired of trying to hire editors and they were screwing it up, and I was like, I just got to learn this myself, and I had to learn it. Every single time I deal with people and try to hire them, I don't care if they're Negroes, Caucasoids, I'll tell you, at least eight out of ten times, they just louse it up, and I'm like, oh, boy, I'm going to have to figure this out for myself. And that's a lot of reason why I get so bogged down with, with work because if any of you, well, some of you weren't here when Michael Archangelo was with us, he was like, Brother Priest, give me some work. I can help you. I can help you. Give me some work to do. Okay, here you go, Brother Michael. Then he would either not do it, screw it up so bad that I'd have to end up doing it anyway. <laughs> Or if he didn't do it, I have to do it anyway. And it wasn't like that all of the time, but at least 51% of the time it was like that. Mm. And I'm being generous in saying 51%. It was more like probably like 80%. But it's like, I'm like, well, why would you, I'm like, why would you offer to help and then don't do it? Why would you Mm. offer to help? And then you don't know how to do it, or you're afraid to do it. Just, just leave. Just let me be. Just let me do it and get it out of the way, rather than you putting extra work on me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying this to you all because, listen, you are the future leaders of your people, and you have to be mindful of this. It's one thing to be patient with them. But at some point, this as a rule of thumb, particularly in business, never hire somebody to do, to do something that you don't know anything about what they're doing. And, that, and I, that includes work on your car. 
mm-hmm. or work on your house, okay? Know something about it. Brothers, you better know something about how to handle a car. If you don't know nothing about but changing the oil and the transmission fluid and stuff like that, at least know that. You know, how to how to put air in your tires, at least know that. Don't rely on other sources because they'll screw you over and you won't even know you've been screwed. So, so that's what's happening with this phone application. Um, it's like he he sent me five days ago. He sent me um, on Sunday. He sent me some proof uh, reads. So I'm like, okay, well, you know, your color scheme is not right. Just change the color scheme, and we're good to go. So he changed the color scheme on four screens. And it, it, on three screens, excuse me, and the fourth screen he didn't change. So I send it back to him. I'm like, change the – why would you send me this? And I just told you to change the color screen schemes, and you're going to send me another page that is not the color scheme. So then I say, okay, I'm going to send you an alternative page. So I had to sit and make a new page and then send it to him, that he sends it back to me, and it's all disproportionate. And I'm oh, like, man. why Why would you – what the hell is wrong with people? You knew when you looked at this, this just wasn't right. So it takes him 48 hours – no, it takes him 28, 24 hours to get back to me to tell me what dimensions I got to give to him. So now I'll give him the dimensions. Now I got to wait another 48 hours for him – to pick, uh, no, excuse me, 24 hours for him to get the file I sent, and then another 24 hours for him to send it back to me to proofread. That's the holdup. So, guess what? As of today, I said, I, I, I already paid this guy, but I'm going to learn how to do this myself because I'm sick of this. And I started to learn it. And I almost got it. And when I do get it, no turning back. That's how I learned to build websites, do videos. I learned how to produce music. Same way. Anyway, anybody got something they want to say? You all got me running my mouth now. Come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut up. I'm sorry. Hey, um, Brother Andrew, I didn't realize I was on mute. Um, <laughs> I... I had to go to Jamaica for my aunt's funeral for about two weeks. And I came back from Jamaica, and the whole Western Hemisphere got flipped upside down. I came back, and I'm hearing that United States passing off the states that have gay marriages, gay, gay marriages, and so forth and whatnot. Now, I don't really know how United States is taking it, but I might be late, too, but... What's your outlook upon not 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 what has been passed, but what you see? Well, I'll tell you this, brother. It's so rampant now. Um, all of this homosexuality and lesbianism is so rampant that it really doesn't seem any different to me. I don't really see a difference in the people, <laughs> Me neither. you know, except for the fact that they're, they're you know, having pride fest and all of that. Um, 
a celebration of it, but it really looks the same. I mean, they were doing the exact same thing before. Now, now that they got it passed, you know, it's really no different. And I don't expect it to be any different because these people are going to kill themselves off. Mm. Salam, going on the record, this is uh, Minister Cedric. Um, Also something that's been coming up lately, and I think I may have mentioned this last week, is that ever since um, this whole ordeal about the SCOTUS uh, SCOTUS passing that law, uh, making it constitutional, they were, now you have pedophiles who have surfaced and they are asking for, um, they're asking for civil rights. Mm. <laughs> they're saying that um, <laughs> pedophilia is uh, is as natural as homosexuality mm. and they deserve oh. civil rights. <laughs> so now they're asking for civil rights. Wow. Yeah, this, um, now, like, they had uh, someone wrote a newspaper article, and they put in a newspaper article saying, yes, pedophilia is as normal as homosexuality. And I was just like, oh, this is the end. This is it. Wow. <laughs> They're going to be legalizing bestiality in the next couple of years. Oh, it is in some states. No, it's going to be national. You, you see what I'm saying? Because, like, uh-huh. the sodomy laws... Didn't necess- it wasn't necessarily an issue so much as the federal government. Now it has been passed, you know, by the Somebody Supreme needs Court. To go on mute. It's been passed by the Supreme Court. Now they're now you got the pedophiles who are coming out saying, "Oh, we want civil rights too. We, you know, our attraction to little uh, boys is as natural as homosexuality." And it's like, man, if this is not the habitation of devils, I really don't. I mean, I don't know what else it is. I mean, this is it. <laughs> this oh, is it. Oh. That is crazy. Well, I, I know I heard one time on Howard Stern, um, he was had some people calling in talking about they wanted to marry dolphins. Mm. I remember that. <clears throat> I remember that. I, that. Sick, man. <laughs> But I'm sure everybody knows about those people out there having bestiality with donkeys and dogs and, you know, I mean, what in the world? Lord have mercy. They've, they've gone insane, brother. It, it yeah. seems like they've gone insane, yeah. And our people follow along with them. Follow right it, along with them. But it's not even you know. that. Oh, it's not even just that. It's like, it's, to be truthfully honest with you, it seemed like it made our people worse. Like, it seemed like the people who are, who, like, not are jumping on the bandwagon, who pretty much are leading the bandwagon are our people. I, I mean, if anybody's noticed, I mean, I must have, at once upon a time, you didn't really see in my city, like, you never really knew. But now you got kids who are like maybe 14, 15, maybe like 13 years old. They got like, they got the bobs now. They got the long weave. These are kids who are like, they haven't even gotten out of middle school yet. Like there is, it's, it's insane. Like you once upon a time, you know, 
it was taboo, but like now it's so you know since then it's been mainstream. It seems like our people are the ones who's kind of like leading the way. So, uh, and this is it, folks. It's criminal it's what our mess. people do. Yeah, it's criminal. Like, like how, why why would you why would you uh, produce children, bear children, and then not want to be in their lives. You know, it's one thing if the if the mother doesn't allow you in their life, but it's another thing if you just don't want to be in your children's lives. That is just, and then wonder and argue and complain about why, the excuse me, the quote-unquote government looks down on you for child abandonment. I mean, good Lord, man. And that's not respectful. It's it's not respectful. We got to stop that. We got to start making better decisions in our in our choices of mates and and, and producing children. Because it's ridiculous. It's horrible. Anybody else get anything they want to say? In the Northern Colorado Gazette, uh, Brother Cedric, that was um, back in, I mean, 2012 when that actually came out. And there was, uh, and, and unfortunately, the, there's two psychologists in Canada that declare that pedophiles, you know, it's a sexual orientation. And one psychiatrist claims that, you know, they are, pedophiles are not simply people who commit a small small offense from time to time, but are rather grappling with what is equivalent to a sexual orientation, just like other individuals may be doing the same thing. So it actually was um, brought about, you know, a little bit earlier than just recently. That's insane. And that might be the next step from, from, you know, because, I mean, they let them back out in public and, you know, uh, I'm like Brother Priest, you know, they should be put on Allen or killed off, but, you know, they're mixed back into the public, and anybody can go on the website. Uh, uh, I'm a member of a site where, you know, it'll give you a warning card if someone's in that area. Anybody, anybody want to? Somebody needs to go on mute. Anybody want to ask me anything or me specifically anything? Because I want to sign off early, get ready for my next class. Yeah, Shalom, I would like to ask you one question here. What is your outlook on interracial relationships? Well, there's a lot to that, brother, but because, I'll try to give you... Go ahead. Because, uh, you know, I know there's a lot of folks, especially for folks who just came to this truth, that are married and have children. And and uh, many of them want to know now how they're gonna how how do they teach their children now about this truth and if well, they should stay with their wife that's a Caucasian or if if the the, the female should stay with her husband that is a Caucasian. What what is your outlook on that or views? Well. Um, it is really a, a, a lot of layers to this, but I just want to take the basic approach. If you are already in a relationship with someone that is um, a foreign nation, it's, it's not like we want to encourage divorce. But I'm going to tell you, 
the more you grow into understanding, comprehending yourself and your relationship to your creator, it's going to naturally separate that relationship from a foreigner. It just naturally happens. Okay, now, I don't wish it on anybody because it's not for us to wish divorce on anyone, but it's going to happen naturally because there are certain things that from a uh, just the root of your soul that you are not going to be able to, to relate to with someone that's a foreign nation, okay? The, the other thing is you cannot judge a foreign nation by the color of their skin, okay? You can't judge them by the way they were brought up. I'll give you an example. This is Rachel Dolezal. All right, now, if you find, if you trace her history, uh, her bloodline, what you're going to find out is that woman is not as crazy as she seems, okay? She relates to Negroes because her, her great-grandparents were Negroes. Now, her great-great-grandparents were Negroes, okay? Um, here's the other thing. There's a, there's a show called, uh, not a show, it's a documentary. Um, damn it, I can't remember the name of it. Anyway, there was a a, a Negro a, a, a Negro girl who was raised by Caucasian parents and who believed that she was Caucasian. She didn't know she was a Negro, but her mother um, had an affair and didn't tell the husband that this oh, child man. was from the affair. Okay, so she made a documentary on her life. It's on. Um, it's on Netflix right now, I believe. Anyway, Brother, you gotta you gotta get the name of that. You gotta get the name of that 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 Netflix show. <laughs> you gotta get the name of that. Uh, All right, that sounds interesting. Uh, it is interesting. Speaking of Netflix, we need to. Uh, I'm gonna just throw this out there because I've been thinking about this a while. We need to uh, get state by state Netflix accounts for. Like, let's say you're in New York. Whoever in New York that's in the nation, we need to get a Netflix account for everybody that's in the nation. Little White Lie, that's what it's called. Little White Lie. Little White. Gang, gang. Okay, uh, so we need to get an account for everybody that's in that state. And everybody pays their little portion. Okay? Right. We're going to set this up so everybody can do it. Now, like, if you're in Georgia, you probably end up paying 50 cents a month because there's, like, 10 of us in Georgia. <laughs> but, um, you know, if you're in, um, I don't know, let's say New York, where there's, oh, wait a minute, I think there's only one individual in New York. But you you get the point. It's, it's like if it's seven ninety nine or whatever it is, you'll split the cost $4 and $4. Right. And you can use it. You can use it if you if you got a Netflix account. I used to do this before I came to Texas. I got the Netflix account in Detroit, and while Tor was in Texas, she was using it in Texas, and I was using it in Detroit. And you can do that, and it's all legal. But we want to cut down the cost so everybody can see all this different stuff and have more enjoyment. You can do that. I don't know if you can do it with those other things like Hulu. 
I don't know, but I know you can do it with Netflix. So, anyway, back to this uh, racial thing. Some people look like they're Caucasian, but they identify with us. So you cannot judge people by the color of their skin because their ancestors were probably us. I mean, our direct bloodline. I'm not talking about they look like us because they were Negroid. I'm saying they were our direct bloodline. And a lot of it is a lot of confused. So you cannot judge it by how people look. If you're in a relationship with someone that's in the root of their soul, totally foreign to us, it's probably going to separate anyway, but let's say that it doesn't. The scriptures tell you how to deal with that. Now, I'm going to say it because you asked. You can read it for yourself in the book of Deuteronomy. Um, I think it's around 21 or chapter 21 or 22. And it talks about dealing with foreign women. Okay, first it says you should only deal with foreign women in times of war. But they should also never be the primary, quote-unquote, primary wife. Okay, so technically you would stay with that um, foreign nation, but they would not be the primary wife. Now, that doesn't mean you mistreat them or anything like that. Uh, this is not me saying this. This is in the scriptures. So that's another way you could deal with it. Idealistically, you want to stay with your own people. Now, how all these people started to look all different, this is how it happened. First, they were all different hues, right? But then you went into war. And the, the scriptures is written in Deuteronomy and some parts of Leviticus that there are rules of spoils of war and booty and in prize, and particularly in dealing with foreign women. So you you can take that foreign woman during a time of war, shave her head, give her the time to mourn, and then she you can go into her after, uh, I think it was 30 days. Uh, I think it was 30, 30 or 40, but I think it was 30. So you can go into her after that time and make her a secondary wife, Okay. And it says, strictly says, if you find that woman beautiful, that you're captivated by, whatever, you can do that. Now, I wouldn't encourage that. Well, first of all, that's a, a, a law of war. And we're not in any, in any war, so don't, we don't have, we have no business going out chasing foreign women. But if some of us like these different types of uh, looking Mates, go get a Puerto Rican, go get a Mexican, go get somebody like that, you know, because just stay away from those foreign nations mm -hmm. if it's all possible. Don't deal, don't deal with European Romans if at all possible. Hopefully that answered that, brother. Um, thanks, brother. And, and, and listen, don't go out and try and be polygamous either. Just you know, because you will not, you're not going to get a sanction from us, you know. You're talking to a brother that has practiced that in my life, and I'm telling you, 
don't do it unless you go through. You gotta go through some manhood training. You gotta go through some serious manhood training with this nation before we would even give somebody the okay, a brother the okay. Because you cannot be walking into that thinking, oh, you can have multiple wives. That's not what that's about. And a lot of times it was never about uh, multiple wives as far as uh, intimacy. You don't believe me, it's right in the scriptures, but the, but the brother's not going to read that part to you because they don't want you to know what it was really about. What it was really about is all women being protected and always having a man in their life. That's what it was about. Some of them would be your mother, sister, cousin, aunt in your harem. And you weren't going to go and have sex with them, but guess what? Some of our people did it. They went and had intimacy. And the scriptures tell you, do not have sex with your sister's mother, you know, or don't have sex with your sister. It spells it out. It says, do not do this sexually. Don't have sex with animals. Don't have sex with um, a mother and her daughter. It says that. It has specific rules for that. So, again, single brothers, don't even think about polygamy. Just, you know, sisters got to choose that anyway. So, you know, the sisters choose polygamy, if you didn't know that. They choose polygamy. Women choose men. Men don't choose women. Even when men think they choose a woman, you you in the dream world, man. <laughs> she got she got you totally fooled, man. She's choosing you. Hello. She cho- and she's choosing all the problems that come with you too, but she's still choosing you. <laughs> so anyhow, let me exit. I gotta get ready for my next class. So I'll be here again next week. And thank you all for your love and understanding and patience. I love you all. Shalom. We love you. Bye bye. I'll be joining you in just a few. Um, yeah, man, that's um, that's quite some information there. <laughs> um, anybody has anything else that they want to share? Um, while we're still on uh, the call. Yes, yeah, Shalom, Brother Andrew. Can I be heard? Yes. Yeah. Sir. yeah um, what's your, did you guys hear upon the? South Carolina um, flag issue. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah, I just well, found that I found that interesting. How um, found it interesting how that how, how I was reading in the article and it said they had a 15-hour debate. And you know it's just funny because our people we be debating upon who's the first one to put the sun in the sky and so forth and whatnot. Yeah. You know, and we spend and we be we we spend 15 hours too. What a one sentence, you know. But the thing is, what 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 kind of caught my eye is that the whole incident with the Caucasian dude walking into the to the church and and and, and letting go some shots to some people, you know. And then at the same time, it happened in the same area where this whole Confederate flag, United States flag issue is going on. So, uh, I don't know. You call it luck coincidences, but that's just, that's just, that's just, that's just, that's just something that caught my eye. Well, check this out. I mean, it's funny you brought that up because um, 
I'm pretty sure if anybody else has been watching that as well, they were also talking about taking down the uh, monument. You know the monument, uh, the, the the Confederacy monument with the men are planting. I, I think they were supposed to be planting the flag, but they're supposed to be taking down the Confederate monument as well, and they're arguing in that, arguing that as well. And I'm sitting here like, okay, you know, you're asking these people to take this stuff down. I get it. We're all angry. But there is two perspectives to this whole thing. One is, if taking all this stuff down, they're taking all this stuff down, is that going to stop racism? That's number one. Number two is, is that going to make our people straighten up? Because I see the people, now don't get me wrong, I, they're doing what they're doing. You know, these people are, you know, they're killing us, they're gunning us down, and I get that. Is it right? No and yeah, depending on the perspective. We just discussed that just a few seconds ago. But you're asking these people to take this stuff down. You're asking these people to stop killing us. You're asking these people to give us reparations. You're asking people to do this, that. And I'm thinking to myself, well, we're asking these people to do this stuff, but these people have been asking us for hundreds and hundreds of years to go and govern ourselves, and we won't do it to save our lives. So I look at it like, Okay, well, who's being the bigger hypocrite, them or us? Because even though they've managed to do what they've been doing, they still can govern themselves. We ask these people to change their house to accommodate us, and we still haven't went to go and find a house of our own. And this is why it's going to be more death. This is why the Ku Klux Klan are going to keep threatening us I mean, which I mean, in, 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 in any case, I'm thinking, well, the Ku Klux Klan in my book, they're just kind of done. I mean, any man walking around with bed spread over his head and throwing rocks and hot in his hand, I mean, I mean, you do nothing but laugh at you. I mean, is you're not really a threat anymore. You know, like 2015, I mean, you walk up to somebody with a bed sheet over their head, they're going to pop a gun in your butt. So I'm just, you know, that's just something to think about. But we, our people have really got to start examining like we want people to give 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 but we're not giving anything so we're going to keep getting what we've been getting for for you know for the time being until we decide that well we give up we give up the government now we want to just give ourselves a chance to govern ourselves um and i just wanted to throw that out there i will be exiting i have a meeting to go to i will see you guys back here thursday um, I will, uh, I will, uh, you guys can stay on the call if you would like, uh, but I will be exiting as well. Um, who, I'm trying to figure out who would be, hmm. Brother Andrew, are you going to be on the call? Brother Andrew, are you there? Yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. What was the question you asked? I was going to ask you if you were going to be on the call because I was going to pass the post to you, brother. No, I'm actually going to be exiting right now as well myself. Okay, no problem. Um, sure. Well, I, I'm not really sure. I can't really see who's on the call. Or uh, I think everybody's going to be hanging up, and my phone's going out, so I will okay. be talking to everybody. I'll see you Sunday, brother. Yes, indeed. Yes, ma'am. I'll be there. 
Um, well, if that's the case, then we we can adjourn for this evening, and we will see you guys here um, next week Thursday. I love you, brothers, and shalom. 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 Hmm. You know, hang up. Wait.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.